0: It's the underpowered hour on this week's action-packed episode. We get the G4 Freelander back, rovers on YouTube, a Greek peak update, and land rovers in the movies. And now, without any further delay, here's the show. Welcome to the Underpowered Hour. I'm Steve Barris, mild-mannered television executive by day and Land Rover collector by night. You can find out more about our cars and what we're working on at the or follow us on Instagram at The Barris Collection. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Ike Goss.
1: Thank you to everyone joining us today. I'm the chipped and fading enamel to Stevens' Bespoke Premium Palette. I'm the dull finish of podcasting ike goss i own and operate pangolin 4x4 in springfield oregon where we live and breathe land rovers check us out online on facebook instagram at pangolin 4x4 let's get started all right ike well i am
0: uh, back from the uh, brief break uh, i hear uh, you and liza have decided that you're just gonna move in your own direction with the show so uh you know, it's it's been great. It's been a fun. Uh, it's been a fun 119 episodes, and uh, I hope you two are very happy together. Go, yeah. You know, uh,
1: it's nothing personal. We yeah. just uh, looked at the numbers, and uh, I mean, they speak for themselves. It's it's true. It's undeniable. The funny thing is, uh, all
0: of uh, those surveyed said, "Can you just not do the show at all? Is that an option? Could you guys <laughs> just stop?
1: Is that no? <laughs> okay, yeah, it may happen. There's yeah. uh, there's yeah. uh, there's a case winding its way through the course right now. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> so there may be an injunction filed. Uh, we,
0: uh, you know, yeah, exactly. We're we're working on having it stopped, but uh, yeah, you know, the courts are a slow-moving entity. So yeah,
1: wheels uh, of yeah. justice and all that. Yeah, you know, all that. Turning yeah, The, the
0: states versus the underpowered hour. So speaking of uh, in the courts, uh, as you know, the talented uh, Jaguar Land Rover has uh, formally changed their name to
1: a JLR. Now, what were they before? Remind um, me what they called themselves before I believe this. they called themselves JLR. Yeah. Oh, so and, and what are they calling themselves now? Now they're
0: calling themselves JLR. Oh, so I think,
1: right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so.
0: I, that's very clear. Because as you know, one of the core tenants of a premium brand is uh, clarity, you know, brand confusion, sorting out brand confusion. So what is what does JLR stand for? It stands for JLR. Oh, yeah, I gotcha. It used to stand for Jaguar Land Rover. Now it stands for JLR. I see that. So that makes it much clearer. Yeah, I think they took the dots out between the letters. Uh, And while speaking of taking the dots out between the letters, the reason that it is uh, is news again this week is that the the formal JLR logo has finally uh, been released. It's I mean, hotly anticipated. You know, everybody has been waiting yeah. for. Uh, you know, f- for this, uh, people stayed up overnight. Uh, you know, lined up outside of venues. I'm sure to understand what this new JLR. I doing. took a look at the new logo. Yeah. And, yeah what do you think? Uh, you, do you
1: know, think? know like uh, an acronym abbreviates, uh, uh, you know, several words, right? Yes. Right. A- and uh, the new JLR logo. Mm -hmm. Is an abbreviated acronym. If you look at it, you'll see there's a J. Yes. There's an L and then there's half of an R. Half of an R. Yeah, that's right. And the L is kind of like the rest of the R. So they're just yeah. pretty soon. It's just going to be one letter. One would
0: even argue that it's only sort of like two thirds of a J as well. You know, it's uh, a very very a short there. little hook on the J. Yeah, it's a, good you a know? Point there. So it is. Um, it's missing almost a letter and a half. It's, uh, just, if you, getting, if you it's of, just getting less. <laughs> just getting <laughs> less. less. It's less. it's a well reductive design, right? Is that not one of again one of the core principles of of JLR? Is the uh, is the reductive design? So yeah. uh, they redacted
1: a lot of that logo. Yeah, yeah, it's getting there.
0: It's getting yeah. there. Yeah, it's getting there. Yeah, but you know, it—it's sort of—it's a reminiscent a little bit for me of like uh, the company that made the Terminators and the Terminator movies. It feels like that might be might be their logo. Or it might be like an offshoot of NASA, like a like a European Skynet? version of NASA. Yeah, oh yeah, Skynet? like Skynet. is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's like a Skynet logo, or like you know the Ukrainian uh, uh, space service, or something, uh, or you know one of these uh, like an off-brand uh,
1: European space agency. This is this is what it, it reminds you of the logo a little bit yeah what does it remind bit. you of well you know i uh i need to ruminate on that a little bit yeah I've, yeah I'm, you just have I'm, to kind
0: of ponder it i think
1: it's like a rorschach you know it's kind of mm-hmm. like what do you what do you mm-hmm. see and so yeah, everybody sees something that. slightly
0: different yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. fair to say yeah i think, think so if you stare at it long enough uh apparently you see a Range Rover revoke so
1: yeah it's yeah. a magic eye
0: it's like a magic eye but you have to cross your eyes and then uncross them and then the R turns into an evoke.
1: Ah, yeah, that makes it's sense. Pretty cool. Yeah. Now, uh, within this new uh, branding strategy, you have what's called the House of Brands. That's they, right. The they house, say the House of Brands. Would you Would you say that's you know, uh, w- w- is that a company? Was that, is that what that is?
0: I think so, I, traditionally that's what you would call
1: a company. Yeah, a company. I think you could describe
0: okay. a company as a as a house of brands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the company formerly known as the company that is now the company.
1: So. And uh, within this company, the, br- the the brands are are what are are sort of you know they're they're almost uh,
0: houses uh, if you will, uh, house brands housed within the company if you will. Mm. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see, and and these mm-hmm. uh, these brands that they're 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 uh, I guess they're bringing the brands to the forefront of their marketing strategy somehow. As... I suppose they're marketing their brands. Uh, this and company is before
0: yes. this. What were they doing? I believe they were marketing their brands. Oh,
1: uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So no, I think if anything, this is really cleared things up for people and yeah. made everything a lot clearer, a lot simpler. These changes, uh, I think, are going to make all the difference. All
1: so. The nice. so so like uh if you were to refer to an individual model, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you would say you would like a Range Rover. Right. Who who would make Range Rover? Range Rover makes Range Rover? Uh I I well I I think Or J L R makes Range Rover.
0: Uh well that's a great question. Uh is it, or a, is it JLR? a JLR?
1: Land Rover Range
0: Rover. I think it may now be a JLR Land Rover Range Rover. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I think it's again reductive. Simple, uh, easy to understand. You know, so I think clear. They've hit, they've hit all the marks.
1: So you know? clear.
0: To yeah, me yeah. Man. hit it out of the ballpark. Yeah, no, it's great. They're do- great job, oh. man. Speaking of doing a great job, there is the brand new, all new uh, Range Rover Sport SV yeah. Edition. Our good friends in uh, Oxfordshire, there over by uh, the classic, uh, the uh, classic Land Rover Classic Works Jaguar Classic Works. Um, have Wait. this incredible JLR Classic. works? Wait. no, 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 no. The Jaguar Classic Works and the Land Rover Classic Works. Uh, the, those are brands housed within the uh, JLR House of Brands. Yeah, no. It's, okay, it's very easy. Very easy. Okay, all right. All right. Um, Back to the new car. The Special Vehicles uh, unit, SV Operations. There, what uh, what used to be SVO and now is like just I think SV. But anyways, they're like James Bond. It's gonna be uh, S in a minute be S and half a V. It's gonna look like a check mark. Um, you know, they're gonna kind of squeeze the S in there. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be, be great. But they're making a SV edition of the famous uh new uh Ranger Sport, which is of course makes sense. The SV version of the full fat Range Rover is super fantastic and over the top. And it's kind of interesting because remember special vehicles back in the day did less like always available editions of cars and either did custom made work. And sometimes that was like putting a bucket lift in the back of a 130. And sometimes that was making some kind of fancy Range Rover. But now there's this sort of ongoing version of a fancy Range Rover that is just sort of a stocked item. You can just buy the SV version and you get all the sort of, you know, I guess maybe it's the, uh, you, know, you know, you go to the salad bar place and they've got all the individual components, but then they've just got like one bowl that's just like a regular salad. So if you're lazy, you can just get that one. This is sort of the SV is the premixed salad of, uh, of the Land Rover range, I think. Or the, sorry, the, J, the JLR Land Rover Range Rover uh, SV
1: uh, range. I see. Oh, yeah. I see. So uh this new car, is it uh is it faster than the old car? Is it it, uh, what it, is, is, it? is definitely
0: the most dangerous <laughs> Range Rover ever created. This this guy has six hundred and twenty-six horsepower, which is cool. I think it really puts the sport in Range Rover Sport, which for a little while there sport just meant smaller, I think. And now you know that that is a that is a that is a significant car. Uh, that one would be uh, that would be super fun to drive, I imagine. It uh, and this you
1: know. has the this has a BMW-derived twin-turbo engine. I believe is that's right? true. Yeah, I believe
0: this is the um, this is the BMW-sourced 4.4-liter 4. 4 V8, which is actually smaller, I think, than the than the previous motor, but mm-hmm. puts out like a trillion zillion horsepower and goes a billion miles an hour. You
1: know, it's interesting to me that that both Land Rover and its competitor, the Enios Grenadier, the Ineos are also using bmw derived engines it's funny bmw's oem
0: engine program like their b2b engine program both funny enough in their you know motorcycle small small engine scooter and motorcycle engines as well as their car engines i think it's a huge part of their business i don't know how much of it is you know that versus making cars i think making cars is probably still significantly more but yeah they have a really really healthy third-party engine business you know it's interesting i don't know how many other manufacturers do that i know that you can get crate motors from all kinds of people but it does seem that if it's a car made overseas and it doesn't have an engine sourced from that car maker that it's probably a BMW engine
1: yeah. It's a long history of BMW supplying engines for Land Rovers, like yep. uh, the South African Defender variant, classic yep. Defender, I should say, yep. has a BMW-derived engine. And then, uh, obviously, BMW-owned Land Rover at one stage. Long. And, you know, now they, they're still making BMW engines million. for Land Rovers. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, yeah, the SV is going to be $100 billion, of course. Uh, you know, well well over $108,000. $100, $108,000. <laughs> 108, which actually isn't honestly in the world of that kind of car. It's actually not that bad. That's not That's insanely expensive, I don't mean, and I, 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 you know, psh, can't yeah. afford not to buy it. That's exactly right. I mean, all your friends are going to have one, um, and you know, I can. I have been to the SV, uh, you know, secret uh, lair there, and it yeah. really is amazing. I mean, the it
1: is really is secret too. They have a special secret door. Yeah. And uh, the only reason they let us in is because we saw it open a, a little bit, a crack. Yeah, that's right. And we just we kind of... Slipped in, we slipped yeah, through. We ferreted in there. In. And they yeah. have a, like a lounge that it has like, I'm going to try and describe it. It's like, I want to say the bridge of the Starship Enterprise. It does feel a little you know, Starship like Enterprisey? you're right. It has like a central seating location with yep. a giant screen in front of it. Yep. And uh, it ha- it's like a big configure. Yes, and the gentleman stands behind you and configurator, yeah. Configurator. At at any rate, uh, you sit there and you pick out your finishes, your paints, your interiors, and then it generates a rendering of this car. And then you're like, more metal flake, more metal flake, more metal flake. And you just ramp it up until it looks like a bass boat. Yeah,
0: just Just a mirror ball. Uh, yeah, and you can get little embellishments on the door handles. Uh, oh, I yeah. mean, it really they 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 kind of can do anything you want, except put a cherry picker in the back. They won't put a cherry picker in the back anymore. Not anymore. They used no, to. They'll make it bulletproof, but they will not uh, put a welder in there for you. No, little, no, they won't.
1: Can't get mud tires on a Land Rover anymore. Yeah, do you know that? You can't uh, order. You that. can get all Defender doesn't have a. It only has no all terrains on the all defender. terrains only can't get a mud tire as, as far as i know you, you there may be a savvy listener out there that will correct me on this but right. i think think you cannot get a mud tire on a land rover from land rover that's an interesting uh i didn't i didn't know that
0: i didn't well it's hard to find a mud terrain that fits on the steel wheels of the defender because they're so much bigger than they should be it's really hard to find a good matching tire size and the mag wheels for the new defender very difficult to find a decent tire for that particular size of wheel it's tra- it's challenging when Wheels keep getting bigger, but wheel arches aren't really <laughs> any bigger. So you're stuck with either lifting the car up or doing something doing something silly to it. Now we'll have to see. Coincidentally, I am looking for mud train tires for my Freelander, and it is uh, not easy.
1: Uh, you're looking for mud terrain tires for your Freelander. That uh, that indicates that it may be close to moving under its own power, or is this you know, just for looks? it is an amazing
0: uh, thing. This weekend, I uh, headed down to our good friend Ed Testa's uh, compound uh, down there just outside of Lake Elsinore, California, and trailered up the undisputed king of Land Rovers, uh, the G4. Edition Freelander and did in fact then take it for a little drive around the neighborhood under its own power. It's actually here at the workshop, moving and driving 30 seconds after taking it off the trailer. The check engine light came on
1: though. So, would you say it is better and more capable of taking a trip now than it was when you purchased it? What was that, 10 months ago? That was about a year ago now. Hard to say. Hard to say. Hard to say. Yeah,
0: hard to say. Definitely not a sure thing. Maybe. Probably not. I want to say when I took it, when I picked it up, all the check engine lights were turned off. So I can go in and turn them off. But uh, I did find the correct Land Rover computer, the scope tool that Land Rover used in dealers for the Freelander and got one on eBay. So that is coming what? my way. I imagine it also won't work. So uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Figuring Figuring that out so this this tool is going to tell you what i just all the things just it's just going to say no it's just going to say the word no when you turn it when you plug it into <laughs> freelander
1: just uh it's yeah. gonna say you have a polyp
0: yeah it's gonna the little <laughs> paperclip guy is gonna come up and say i see you bought a car you shouldn't have would you like help selling it or it'll just give you uh directions to the nearest uh automotive recycling uh center but cars yeah. for clunkers cars for It's just a cash for cars. The kidney Kidney foundation just shows up with the uh, package for me.
1: How many Freelanders do you think? And this is something I think we can look up. Yeah. How many Freelanders were turned in with the Cash for Clunkers program? We should look that up. I got to think it's, yeah, it's the the most popular car I have. I'm told, I'm told a NAS 110 went to Cash for Clunkers. Somebody got... A whopping $6,000 for it. Oh, my. That's hilarious. But, you know, they would just fix it and
0: sell it. So they they probably turned around. No? Nope. They have to destroy it? I'm pretty sure. Oh, my God. Well, there you go. If you want to get rid of your NAS 110... Thanks, Obama. You can get it. uh, You know, there you have it. So (laughs) the next time, uh, most people will probably see the undisputed king of Land Rovers, the G4 Edition Freelander. Liza is going to start a video series where she is actually going to go through and do all the maintenance and uh, try to do some restoration work on that car. And uh, those will be on our YouTube and TikTok and all that sort of stuff. So if you're uh, if you're into vintage Freelander (laughs) restoration, then what year uh, is that Freelander again? 2003. 2003. 2003. Yeah. It is 20 the- years old. 20 years old. It's the first car I've ever owned with an OBD2 port in it. And I can actually plug that thing into that and apparently will tell you things. So I
1: don't know. Tell you this was a mistake. Yeah,
0: it'll just say, no. no <laughs> this is bad. I, why would you do this? Why? Why? It'll please just say, kill me. Please kill me. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah,
1: exactly. It's is the car talking. Yeah, it's just it's the car, like, Don't
0: let me die. Some kind of terrible transporter accident. But anyways, you, speaking of content uh, going out on the uh, world. Wide Web, which I'm told are a, a series of tubes that interconnect us uh, together. We have the segment we've done before, uh, Rovers on the Internet, but in this case specifically Rovers on YouTube, starting with a video that actually this is informed by our fantastic Facebook uh, group uh, community. A lot of listeners are in that Facebook group. If you listen and you're not in the Facebook group, are you really listening? You can find out about much more timely information on the
1: Freelander <laughs> posted there on the Facebook group. It's also a great place to insult both of us.
0: Well, uh, that's mostly what it it is. Is Dixon making fun of us? So, you know, yeah, you know, if you'd like to just hop on there at any point. Yeah. So Jay Leno, famous car collector, Los Angeles personality, former host of The Tonight Show, has, of course, the Jay Leno's Garage Show, which is his YouTube channel where he invites people into his mega warehouse in Burbank full of every kind of incredible car and steam engine and everything else. And uh, usually these cars are, you know, he's had the tumbler mobile. He's had legendary race cars. He's had just incredible prototype vehicles and all of this sort of stuff. So naturally, when he sought out a Land Rover, he called the gentleman that runs Drive Copy to bring in a very pedestrian series 3x mod uh pickup
1: truck now the drive coffee folks are real nice and they were kind enough to make us uh some custom coffee containers for our steve mcqueen vehicle and other Mm -hmm. things and Mm -hmm. uh, they make a nice product they're good folks Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. uh, this particular episode which i haven't seen by the way i like that i'm reviewing that and haven't seen it uh (laughs) i'm told well why don't you why don't you take it well yeah i mean here's the thing i think that yeah it's just it's an
0: interesting choice right but uh I agree. The gentleman that runs uh, Drive Coffee is a nice guy and uh, the Trophy Cold Brew, uh, you know, has a defender on it. He's an enthusiast uh, for sure. He's into Land Rovers and uh yeah, it was an interesting it's it's this sort of interesting thing where Jay Leno kind of pretends to not really know anything about a car but probably knows more about that car than the person that he's talking to. And uh you know, they drove it around uh Los Angeles and bumped through a couple of well gravel road, kind of unpaved lot sort of things, and uh, Jay seemed to be having a good time, and uh, and we opened it up to a poll, I believe on Instagram, starting on uh, Monday or Tuesday, of the, you know, who would uh, our audience rather see on the Jay Leno show? We'll start a letter-writing campaign uh, to get uh, either you in the Forest Rover or me in the, of course, undisputed King of Land Rovers, the G4 Freelander. I think it would take either of us just as much maintenance along the way to get there. And I only have to drive, I have to drive 30 miles. So
1: I feel like I feel like they've done two Land Rover segments. The first, was, I think they've uh, done a couple. Yeah, yeah, they've done two series Land Rovers, and uh, somebody needs to get in yeah. hold of their production team. Yeah
0: i I have to say every land rover that's ever been on the j Lono thing is at best is a is a, is sort of not great
1: well, maybe that's the I mean that's the most representative examples they could find yeah, I guess so I mean
0: I don't know you know is there a huge amount of great land Rovers in the Los Angeles area? I guess not I guess there mustn't be because uh yeah anyways, I mean you never know they should have called you they should have called you should have called, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You know, I uh, I spoke with the gentleman that does the car evaluating for that Jay Leno show on uh, MSNBC or CNBC, whichever one it's on. And I spoke with him at an event or something. And he said, oh, I wish I would have known that, you know, you had an 80 inch. We had to, I don't know what they had to do to like get one for a segment they were doing, but couldn't find. One. I'm like, well, yeah, that's fine. No problem. No problem, Jay Leno people. But speaking of couldn't find one, Linus, our good friend, this isn't necessarily a rover thing, but I think you know, like Air Force One, it's off if Linus road is related. A car, yeah, it's, it's close early. enough. Yeah, and close and enough.
1: let's be honest, uh, and, and I'm going to point this out. Next episode. We're talking about cars I like. The last two episodes have just been like all this Range Rover, you know, Freelander <laughs> crap. I'm not doing it anymore. Put yeah. my foot down. <laughs> Put my foot down. Hey, you know, the, we just give it to people what they want. <laughs> You're probably right. You're probably yeah, right. Lewis they're like the terrible. most highly rated episodes they, ever. Like, At any yeah, rate, yeah. Uh, Linus took his old car. When I say old, I mean old. A hundred yeah. and yeah. two years old. Took mm-hmm. his 1921 Studebaker out. Yeah. He's very into antique auto camping. And so what that means is like running board kitchens and uh, old lanterns and, uh, you know, sportsman's sort of regalia and these sorts of things. It's like cosplay for, for nerds. For those uh, people who don't know,
0: we are pretty sure that Linus fell through some type of a portal in the 1800s and ended up in our time and has just been kind of, Making the best of it, you nineteen know?
1: twenties. Yeah, nineteen twenties. That's the era, right? Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You can't go too old. It's like showing up to, uh, to, like, as a Lord of the Rings character to a Star Wars convention or oh, yeah. something like that. You got to get the right period of time. So- I
0: do believe there's a gentleman that goes to Star Wars conventions dressed as Mister Spock and just gives everyone the finger that's his (laughs) that's his cosplay uh which i really appreciate he really looks like he really looks like leonard nimoy too and uh it it is uh it's great it's good cosplay good
1: yeah. Well, maybe I should do that. in next Linus's next uh, camping adventure. At yeah. any rate, uh, he took the 1921 Studebaker out on a off-road camping excursion. Now, this is sort of recreates a time period where there weren't a lot of paved roads, right? Right. So people would take their cars and they would drive, and that just was off-roading because there were no significant, you know, road infrastructure at the time. So, mm-hmm. uh, so they find a bunch of back roads, dirt roads, etc. They drive old-timey cars, mostly early ford's for model Mm -hmm. t's model a's these sorts of things linus has a studebaker which is a big car big car of the period yeah has a like over 300 cubic inch inline six-cylinder engine Mm -hmm. and uh they went down some dirt roads in eastern oregon and uh it was muddy and uh then it rained and then it was muddier and Mm -hmm. they got the cars very badly stuck and And, uh again the
0: tires on those cars as i they're narrow yeah they're they're sort of bicycle wheels nearly you know uh and not a lot. I don't think you can get a mud train for a 100-year-old Studebaker.
1: I'm no. Sure. You can get chains. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I will say that those old cars have quite a bit of ground clearance. So they're mm-hmm. fairly capable, but still two-wheel drive and yep. still relatively smooth tires, you know. Yep. So when they get bogged, uh, they're stuck. And, yep. uh, you know, the cars, the bigger cars are super heavy. They don't like to move. So they yep. uh, required the uh, services. hmm of
0: Casey Lindell, Oh, the famous YouTube off-road recovery Casey Lindell. I mean, that's big. It's part of the sort of in the family, if you will, of the Matt's off-road recovery uh, YouTube channel. It's probably the most it's famous. part of the
1: constellation man. of stars within the off-road
0: recovery universe. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly is. He's an important constellation, Casey Lindell. So how did that come about? And we should really, we'll, get, we'll have Linus on, Linus on to talk about it at some point. But did he call Casey Lindell? Did Casey Lindell happen to jeep on by and... Uh, See if he needed uh, recovery?
1: So I don't know who called, but I got noticed that they were stuck on Friday, Saturday evening, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, well, call me if you need me to come out there. But it's like an eight-hour drive. Oh, it's right. a long yeah. drive. right. So apparently they they found... Casey was quite a bit closer, and not only that, he will recover you if you agree to be on his YouTube channel. Right, that's right. I
0: I didn't realize that that was sort of the deal with those companies, but that if you're on the YouTube, uh, then you don't really have to pay for the recovery. I think in
1: most cases, that's it's a good deal. I mean, it's a good deal if you're stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and they were stuck, and uh, I think a traditional off-road recovery service would have been quite expensive. Right, quite expensive. Usually, they're about a thousand bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Once they leave to the pave a road. So, well,
0: definitely worth we'll put both of those uh, episodes into the show notes. Uh, and uh, I believe the uh, if again, if you're on our Facebook group, I think that the Casey Lindell video is already up there um, as a few people have seen. It's got a ton. Of, it's actually funny enough. It's, I would say, performing much better than than his average
1: video. And uh, I mean, I think that's it's more interesting, right? It's uh, It's insane. Cool. It's not some redneck with a brodozer that's nope. stuck. It's like a bunch of old cars. It's really neat. It's well, neat. A bunch of old cars and Linus, who, who looks
0: more prospectory than normal with his big Constance. straw hat. And, yeah, yeah it's, it's like fantastic. He is He is cosplaying as a, a 1920s uh, farmer. It's great. It's great. Speaking of cosplaying, upcoming now, like we're within the two-week margin here of getting ready for the Anarch 75th anniversary Diamond. Jubilee event at the Greek Peak Ski Resort there in New York And we're going to be there, you and I are going to be there Abigail's going to be there, all of The uh, Center Steer folks are going to be there Luminaries, honorees Jeff Aronson, it, it's going to be every be All your favorite Land Rover people will be there Jeffrey Ahuden, I believe will be there Our good
1: friend from Land Rover, nice. or I'm sorry Our good friend from JLR Now wait, is it, uh, now that's a Whole separate situation, right You've got You've got, is it JLR North America Now,
0: is that what it is? I don't know the answer to that question. I believe that to be
1: true. And, and follow-up question, if you if you go to New York or New Jersey where their headquarters are, yes, the the road is like Jaguar Land Rover Road. Oh, no. Are they going to have to rename the
0: street? I think so. I mean, I, I think the branding exercise needs to be holistic. Whew. Yeah. Wow. It's a big job. It's a big job. It's Might have to get uh, Jeffrey back on the uh, show and uh, chat about it. I'm sure he'd be more interested to talk <laughs> for an hour about the JLR rebranding project. I'm sure that's exactly... Big, uh, big operation. Anyway, so we'll be there. We are kicking off Thursday night with our very good friends at the Center Steer podcast. Morgan, Dixon, Harold, they're all going to be there. John, of course. Now, what we have to do is recruit two other people to be on our side of the uh, panel. As it's just you and I, we've got to find two other Land Rover community members that can match wits and uh, can match the breadth and depth of information that is provided, I mean, just solely by Dixon. Forget about, you know, everybody else, Harold and Morgan, uh, you just Dixon alone is an encyclopedia of forgotten Land Rover information. So we're going to have to give it uh, some serious thought. You know, we're going to have to really rack our brains on uh, who just the right people are to balance out team underpowered. So, uh have to we'll have
1: to this is the first time hearing about this yeah yeah i don't want to change (laughs) well it's too late it's too late we're locked (laughs) in and as bob says every time
0: i talk to him you know you guys are really setting the tone for the entire event that night it's uh it's going to be a big uh it's a big thing what have you done me into i know i would i you know. I just say yes that's the problem i think that's how you end up with a g4 Freelander. you just say yes something you should say
1: no sometimes what have i done what have i done
0: Yeah, so it'll be great. We're going to do podcasts throughout the weekend. Please do come and say hello. We'll have stickers. Uh, We will have merch with us a little bit that we can sell you if you would like it. We're more than happy to buy your merch. You know, whatever. You know, let's just uh, let's just make it a a free trade of good. Be like Settlers of Catan up there. Just trading T-shirts and stickers. Looking forward to that. We will have at least one celebrity underpowered hour vehicle there. Who knows? Maybe more. It's hard to say. It's uh see what happens. So to end off the episode, we have a beloved and yet frequently forgotten about segment, Land Rovers in the movies. Of course, this is not in a movie. This is a television show. But you found, if you will, a show that has a NAS 110 in it, I believe.
1: That's true. Yeah, there's a show on the History Channel. I believe, called Mm -hmm. Found, where uh, people find extraordinarily unusual objects and some uh, pseudoscience type dudes uh, drive around in a Land Rover 110 and Mm -hmm. they analyze it. And then they basically Google it and then they 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 and then they tell them what these people found. And yeah. uh usually it's like part of an old board game or you yeah, know right. whatever, but uh mm-hmm. occasionally it's something interesting, uh you know, engraved tablet from the Revolutionary War. Right, or some something. such yeah. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. this is the shroud of Turin, is what you have here. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, weird that you have that.
0: Why did you find that? Yeah. It's
1: been in the barn for years. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's it's sort of a antiques roadshow meets mm-hmm. Oak Island meets uh, you know, <laughs> uh
0: <laughs> That's great. Yeah. actually sounds. you know what you've sold me that sounds like a, great show. It sounds yeah. like a you, great show yeah do you like Check the oak out.
1: island do you like the oak
0: island i like the oak island I, I just love something about people who have been digging a hole that keeps filling up with water for like the last 40 years <laughs> like
1: i just it's, it's, i it's think great. it's amazing my favorite part is they uh they found like uh $4.33 worth of crap, and they've yeah. managed to like purvey that into like a huge <laughs> empire of yep. treasure hunting enthusiasts. It's yep. really amazing. Yep. Oh, yeah. You can do planned vacation experiences to Oak
0: Island where they'll like. Wild. You can stay there. They'll wow. take you on a little treasure hunt. I think they just bury
1: the shit. That made Incredibly you popular show. <laughs> yeah, Incredibly incredible. popular show. Yeah. It's like one guy with a metal detector, another guy with an excavator, and then like a bunch of dudes like positing theories, you know, like, yeah. oh, yeah. it's aliens. It's Knights oh, Templar. It it's yeah. yeah. It's all these things. Uh, yeah. It's Captain yeah. Kidd. It's pirates. It's all. And they never find anything yeah i know they never find that. anything it's, i love that uh, yeah in the last uh, yeah. episode of the last season they they literally like went down this deep hole that they'd been digging the entire season they yeah. took a metal detector down there <laughs> and a the guy guy gets to the bottom he's like oh there's something really big but we don't have time to talk about it this season see you next year <laughs> see you next year yeah yeah, yeah. it's That's, uh yeah it's great we, you know, that's, we,
0: we ought to end, end the podcast like that. I think that's, uh, you know, it's that, the you know, they're doing just the a cliffhanger. Movie. Every episode
1: is a cliffhanger. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Yeah. We found yeah. the coolest Land Rover that we can't oh, talk my, about right can't.
0: now. Next episode for, uh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Well, and at that, unfortunately we've ran out of time for Ike Nando's review this week. We'll have
1: to get that Damn it. Uh, on
0: on uh, next episode for sure. We'll get to uh we'll get to it, but uh yeah, hopefully uh you know get ready for a Greek peak with your whole variety of underpowered hour merchandise available now from the underpoweredhour.com website where you can get uh, t-shirts, logo t-shirts are back in stock. We've got the ones with the white little our little our little rover, the underpowered rover, and our logo on the front of it. If you're interested in one of those, please stop by and grab it we've got new stickers we've got special 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 stickers just for greek peak they will only be available there and yeah so looking forward to uh, those so if you see us say hello we'll give you a sticker it's gonna be great all right sir well as always it's been a slice see you on the trail